Discussing letting go. We talked about a lot. And we're going to talk about a lot more. So let's get it. letting go um letting go of your first love letting go of your first idea your first belief that something would be there that really wasn't for you or that wasn't going to be there at all we talked about letting go of an idea or an anomaly a faith if you will that would not stand the test of time based on the situations around you And after you let go, you have to start over. Start over, start over, start over, start over. What does starting over mean? Hmm. For me, starting over is a process where you delete everything. You remove everything. You wipe away, wash away everything, and then you rebuild. You rebuild friendships, rebuild family ties, rebuild new memories, rebuild new legacies. That's what starting over is for me. Stacia, when was the first time you started over? When I was trying to learn how to walk at the age of... 11 months. So here is the footage of Flynn walking for the first time. I had to start over a lot. Um, I would get up, take a few steps and fall, and um, I couldn't stay down. You know? I knew that there was more for me. I knew that If I could just put one foot in front of the other, I could walk. And if I could walk, I could run. And if I could run, I could fall in love. That sounds like a metaphor for something. Can you elaborate on the first time you truly started over? You go ahead and kick us off. What's the first time you started over? You know the routine. The very first time that I started over... I want to say it was right after 2016 going into 2017. Um, I told you guys a story before. 
I broke up with my girlfriend, um, and life was a little bit different at first. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a beauty in, you know, letting go of a love, right? It doesn't occupy your space no more. And because it no longer occupies your space, you now have all this free space to fill up with other things. And, uh, I found life in the gaming community. I became a professional gamer, a professional esports gamer. I tried out for the NBA 2K League, the NHL um, Esports League, uh, Call of Duty Esports Team, Counter-Strike Esports Team, all of that. So uh, I basically just traveled all around the world winning money, um, winning, winning, playing video games for money, just winning earnings and everything like that. And I realized that I was empty. But once you truly acknowledge that you're empty and you say to yourself out loud, like, hey, I no longer deal with this person. This person is not in my life. This idea of me being with this person is no longer available to me. And that's when you can truly start over. So I, I did. I, I, I took that moment. I'll never forget. I was in um, I was in Las Vegas, Nevada. This was uh, this was like April of 2017. And. You know, I'm sitting in my hotel. Uh, they got us one of those hotels at the like the Palazzo, Palazzo, whatever, some some expensive place. And I'm sitting there, and I'm on um I'm on Zoom with my friends. This is back when like we used to just hop on Zoom, just have video calls, and just talk to each other all day. And I'm on Zoom with my friends, and they they you know they were giving it to me pretty bad, making fun of me for you know still moping about you know my ex and breaking up and all that. And I say, you know what? I'm starting over. <laughs> Simple as that. I'm starting over. I am removing myself from this depression. I'm removing myself from this anger, from this sadness. I'm removing myself from uh, the iniquities that I've kind of placed on myself. And I'm going to move forward, find something new, find a new love, a new life, a new whatever. And I went downstairs. Met up with some gaming buddies, went out on the town, and, um, you know, we met some wonderful people. I met a couple people that, you know, lived in Baltimore, and, you know, they were out for the weekend and enjoying themselves, and, you know, we had just won a big tournament. We're enjoying ourselves. So, you know, we exchanged math, and you know, to this day, we're still cool, you know, and it, it, it all happened because, you know, I decided to start over at that particular time in April 2017 to really get to that point that I need to get to, you know? So that was the first time I truly started over and I enjoyed the results of starting over. Hmm. I really hate that my whole, like the most dramatic parts of my story are all centered around one incident, but so be it. I wish I had, like, more dramatic areas. I mean, I do, but they all got kicked off of the one dramatic event, which I talked about on the last episode of The Lost Tapes. So with that in mind, the first time that I really had to start over was in 2014, September. I, the relationship that I was in, ended. 
I never thought of that as a possibility. At that point, I had not considered that to be a possibility. And that means that I was left with a blank slate for my life that I never asked for. And sometimes blank slates are cool and exciting because it's all the possibilities of the world. And sometimes blank slates are terrifying and paralyzing because it means all the work that you put into the previous slate is now gone. And you have to start over and build from the ground up again, which is terrifying. If you put a lot of work into the previous work of art that you thought you were putting together. So, um, yeah, I, um, I was given a chance to start over that I didn't want. And those are the worst ones because you resist the opportunity instead of just moving into it and saying this is a chance to start over you fight it to try to get the old thing back you fight the idea that you even have to start over in the first place you loathe and resent the idea that you have to start over in the first place and you waste a lot of I wouldn't say waste but you spend a lot of time just going through your process of trying to start over and it's not fun but if you use it to your advantage you can really come out a lot better for it because there's a reason that your blank slate is there there's a reason that all the work that you did before got washed away it wasn't solid it wasn't on the foundation that could last and therefore when the rains came washed your foundation out So now you got to start over, but you know you're not going to do that again. You're not going to build on sand, for those who are familiar with the parable of Jesus. Then you, this language sounds familiar. But, um, yeah, once you built your house on sand once, you'd be a fool to do it again. So you start trying to learn how to build with rock. Which, honestly, building on sand is a lot easier. So it's hard to learn, to relearn how to build the right way with the right materials that cost a lot more, that are heavier, that require a lot more time to lay down, to make sure they're properly laid down. But you'd be a fool to try to build on sand again. After what happened last time, you can't afford to to start over again. Now is your time to build the right way. So that's what I had to do for four or five years after that situation. I was in start over mode. I was in figure it out mode. I was in doing it, trying to build it the right way next time mode, which required me to let go of a lot of things. But you know, the... The next let go is always a little easier than the first let go because you realize you survived the first let go. So you're like, oh, I can let go again. It'll be fine. 
So the starting over requires more let goes. It requires a lot of alone time because what you're building is for you, or at least it's going to start with you. And it's hard to have other people in that space when you're doing that because they're going to tell you how you should build it, but it's not up to them. So sometimes in the starting over, you got to isolate. And sometimes you miss out on on things at that point. I do wish looking back that as I started over that I had not. It was a lot of friends that I had that when I started over and I isolated, I isolated them too. And I felt like. I truly felt like that's what I needed at that time. And I don't, I wouldn't say I regret it because I'm, I'm happy with what I was able to accomplish and achieve. But I will say that I really miss a lot of those people. They could have been with me on the other side. They, sh- I should have been able to hang on to them throughout the process, but because I was in self-preservation mode, because I thought that I realized that this was of the utmost importance, this process of starting over, that I re, um, what's the word when you like go, I, not revert, but like re, recluse? I re, retreated, I retreated. Away from a lot of people I cared about, a lot of people I I wish I would have kept in contact with throughout that process. Even though I I know at that time I didn't have the energy or the bandwidth to even try that. I was just trying to maintain, trying not to fall into despair. I didn't have the energy to reach out and be friends and that kind of stuff, but... I will say that I do miss those friendships and those partnerships, and those relationships that I, in that very crucial time in all of our lives, I decided to be alone. And I have to live with the repercussions of those choices. I miss my friends, man. Starting over doesn't have to be a short process. There's no time limit on starting over. I think people are under the impression that starting over means at that particular time, you just snap your finger and at that point, you've completely started over and that's not the case. Um, February the 4th of 2019, my grandmother had just passed away and I was very sad. Um, you know, our, our last time kicking it with each other, I had my son with me, and you know, my son was holding my grandmother's hand, and um, she wasn't responsive at that time. Um, she, you, you could tell that you know she was just fighting to hold on for just a, a little while longer. Maybe it was just so that she could hear our voices one last time, and. Uh, you know, to have to live without this woman. I just knew, like, it was going to be very difficult. Like, this woman 
taught me so much. This woman let me live with her. This woman just let me do kind of whatever I wanted to do in the space of like growing and maturing and becoming the man that I am today. And I remember, you know, my birthday was coming up and I had these two women in my life who like, yo, we just saw that your, your grandmother died. Don't worry, your birthday, we're going to do this, 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 and this. We're going to we're gonna pick you up and take you to all these bars. We're going to get you drunk. We're going to get you high. We're going to have a cake and ice cream and all these things. It's, it's all these things. And I had taken it upon myself to really look at the situation, like, I knew that these two women were very unreliable. Um, they just kind of just said things. And I, they had broken my heart too many times. Like Too many times they let me down. Too many times I've asked for small things. A ride to work because my car broke down. Or not even asking them for a ride to work. I would go in the group chat and say, hey, my car just broke down. I'm about to catch an Uber to work. And they'd be like... No, hang on, hang on. We're, we're coming to pick you up. And then 45 minutes later, it's like, hey, where are y'all at? And they're like, oh, we're just about to get in the car. Like, nah, I'm good. Let me just, let me just go ahead and get this Uber and go to work. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I remember when, uh, my brother and myself, our house had flooded and, uh, we had to get that, all that stuff taken care of. So we, we couldn't stay where we were at. So, you know, they, I just, you know, I was just in the chat, like, yeah, I'm about to go to my mom's house for the weekend, whatever, whatever. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Come stay with us for the weekend. Blah, 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 blah. And we, we drive all the way to their house and we knock on the door and they're not even there. And I text them and I'm like, hey, like, y'all told us we could stay at the crib this weekend. What's up? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we're in Miami right now. We'll be back in a week. Like, all right, cool, cool. So back to my birthday. Now that I painted the picture, they saying, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that for your birthday, all this. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, it's not going to happen. And then I got a, a text from someone else and she was kind of just like, hey, you want to do something for your birthday? And I'm like, yeah, like, like we can do something for my birthday. And she's like, OK, um, I'll give you the directions and, you know, we'll go from there. And, um, you know, I, my birthday, I went and had dinner with my family. I went home, I took a nap, knowing that these two women that said that we were going to link up, knowing that they weren't going to even reach out to me. So I asked the other woman who had asked me, I said, hey, what time do I need to get ready? And she was like, oh, I'll let you know around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Okay, cool. So I um, I fall asleep, take a quick nap, set my alarm for 10, 9.59, I wake up and I get a text from her and she's like, hey, Meet me here, you know, and then walk up these stairs. All right, cool. So as I'm on the way over there, the, um, the, the two women that, you know, I talked about in the beginning of the story, they finally reached out to me around like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And they're like, hey, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling. And they're like, oh, okay. And it was like this awkward silence. And then I say, so... What's up? And they're like, you tell us. So y'all said y'all was going to do something for my birthday. Like, are we like, what's, what's going on with that? And they're like, oh yeah, we're getting ready right now. 
And then we're going to go to the bar. And then we're, and I was just, I just hung up right there. Like I, I hung up, like, I'm like, no, we're not, we're not doing anything. You're not going to do anything. Like you've never done anything for me. And I've just kind of held on to you. You know, I've, I've held on to this friendship long enough. And, you know, I've been disappointed in every which way with this friendship. And we all have that one friend that kind of, you know, over promises and never delivers. So they always just jump out there, you know, and gives this unsolicited, help that is never really help. It's more of a burden than anything. And I was cool with it because at the time I was in a weird maturation process with all of my friends to see who would really stick around, who wouldn't, like who's really there for me, who's not, all of that. And, you know, after I let go, you know, of that idea that me and them would be friends, I I blocked their numbers and I started over that night. Like that night, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go out with this person. I'm going to see how dope of a friend that they are. I'm going to see just what they got going on and we can build our friendship from there. And we had a wonderful night. Like it was a great night. Like this person who hadn't known me for three months, like she knew my favorite beer. You know, I told her that she knew my favorite food. I told her that she kind of knew a little bit about how I, how I get down. And she made sure everything that I wanted to do for my birthday that night, like we got it done. You know, and it was so dope. And that was the start of a friendship that is still here to this day. It's still one of my my best friends. Like this is one of the greatest friendships I've ever had. And I had to, you know, start by letting go of, you know, the toxicity that was around me. And, you know, when I was finally empty and there was nothing there, you know, I had space for this person who had all this love, all of this you know, joy, all of this positivity, all of this, everything, like they then filled up that empty space. And, you know, to this day, we're still really good friends and, you know, we still rock how we rock. And, you know, I definitely appreciate that person for, you know, what they did for me. And, you know, starting over um, is something that I used to be afraid of. I used to like have an aversion to like starting over, but now I'm more so in a place where, You know, starting over is dope. I look forward to starting over. If I have a situation in my life that causes me to have to let go of something, you know, I I look forward to the starting over process because I know something bigger or better is coming. Yeah. Starting over is the beginning of letting go. And letting go is the beginning of starting over. And starting over is a continual process of letting go. But every time you let go in the starting over, it's easier. I started over (laughs) from the ground up again in 20, or actually I, I probably ended up excavating a lot when I had to start over in 2014. And so it wasn't that I was building from the ground up. It's that in order to rebuild stronger, I had to not even start from the ground. I had to go underground to build a more solid foundation. So at this point, I might have built up enough to where I was level with the ground, but I was still building from the ground up, if you know what I'm saying. And... Spring of 2016, I had just moved to Maryland. (laughs) I got a job. 
in Maryland. I'm from Texas. Moved up here from Texas. Man. Man, 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 man. Sorry. Thinking back to that 23-year-old girl, man. It's crazy. Um, I was looking for apartments and stuff. Um, and I was like, man, this is it. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I'm starting. This is, you know, I had this big setback and everything. But, like, finally, like, things are things are kind of going good. Like, good things are happening. This is cool. I get to, I now get to build this life that I always wanted. And this is a start. And I get to create it. And I get to flex with it. Because <laughs> that's important. And... I moved to Maryland, had this really nice apartment in downtown Rockville. It was like a, like a high-rise building. I was on the 11th floor. It was really, really nice. I was making, you know, at that time, what was good money for for me, for somebody who had just kind of got out into the workforce or whatever. And I got in that apartment and I came there after work every day and... I had friends. I had my my friend from college, Chelsea, lived in in D.C. So like, we hung out a lot. I had a vehicle. I had this apartment with these granite countertops and these hardwood floors. I was living on the eleventh floor. I had this good corporate job. Like I was living the life that I had always thought I wanted to live that was the place that I wanted to be that I had looked for it and said I wish I could be there I want to be there that's that would mean that I made it right I get there doing it for like four months and I realized very early on I'm not happy this is what was supposed to make me happy this is the happiest Happiness was supposed to meet me here. That's what I was told. That's what I was promised. That's what I was. That's what I saw. That's what I was given. And so I fought that so hard. Like, no, I just must be doing it wrong. Like, there's still something missing. Like, if I can just, I just gotta. This is it. Like, I'm living in it. It's so beautiful. It. it it's such a weird feeling because you, at, at the very same time, feel proud of yourself. And at the same time, you feel this emptiness. <laughs> it's a really weird feeling and a really weird place to be because you're in the place you saw yourself and you're still not happy. And it doesn't compute in your head how. And yet there you are in that position. In the non-computable <laughs> equation, there you are existing. And it was at that moment in time that I had to start asking hard questions that required me to start my thought process over again. If I got everything that was supposed to make me happy and I'm still not happy, that either means that I'm still missing something, this was not the complete picture, there's still something I need to accomplish and achieve, or... That means that 
maybe I was lied to. Maybe all the things that were supposed to make me happy aren't actually ever going to make me happy. Maybe pursuing and achieving things for the rest of my life will never make me happy. Maybe this is an endless rat race. Maybe I, I'm stuck in it now, but I can get out of it if I choose, if I so choose to step to the right and step out of it. And so I realized and decided in the infinite wisdom that lies within me, imbued to me and all beings from the creator, I decided it was time for me to get out the rat race. It was time for me to think bigger and better. Not in that I needed more things, but in that maybe I needed less things. Maybe happiness was in the complete opposite way. Maybe happiness was in the present moment and not in the accomplishing of the things in the future. So I started my thought process over. I started my my mental processing over. And I decided that this job wasn't going to make me happy, nor would I ever seek for it to. That this apartment wasn't going to make me happy, nor would I ever expect it to be the thing that could make me happy, no matter how many things I put in it, no matter how many things I took out of it, no matter who was there. The apartment wasn't going to do it. That maybe the happiness really was an inside job, and I had to start over with how I saw the world in order to realize the happiness that was inside of me. And it was with me wherever I went, and it had always been with me. I just didn't know it was there. I didn't need to chase after it. I just had to go inside to locate it. A lot of people don't get that. You hear it? Because I've heard that before. Happiness is an inside job. Money's not going to make you happy. Yeah, okay, uh uh-huh. But it don't mean that until it means something. You don't realize it till you realize it. And for those who have ears to hear, for those who are ready to receive, receive. Decide now that you're not going to play the game anymore. You are the game. Decide now you're going to change and start over your mindset I promise you it's so worth it oh my gosh get out the rat race free yourself and for those who are not ready to hear continue on your journey my brother my sister I wish you all the best and we will find each other on the other side at the end of the journey we're all going to the same location This has been a production of the Dangerous Tweets Podcast. YC and Stacia thank you for tuning in. We send you peace and blessings on your beautiful journey. Until next time Earthlings. Earthlings.